you're into it. Thank you, Dex. What do you do when you get tired? Because I'm really tired today. Oh, I think... <laughs> I don't know. I always say whenever I get tired, I think probably just... I'd like to say a nap. But it's invariably it's an energy drink. But what about... It does what? It's an energy drink. <laughs> what do you have, though? Oh, invariably it's a Red Bull. Mm. Yeah. With what? Just a Red Bull by itself. Yeah. I don't know. Those things... I was reading about caffeine this morning. You drink coffee. I do. Love so coffee. Apparently, you should wait in the mornings before you hit your coffee. You should wait for 90 to 120 minutes before, from when you wake up. Because then you miss the afternoon dip. Like okay. That first half, an hour and a half. I mean, I just... No. No, it's a strange thing because being back at the office now full time, and I was thinking of you working, we'll get into what you do, but with lots of clients, lots of people through a restaurant, how do you keep the energy going? You just slam back Red Bulls. Uh, not really. Invariably, I find the only time I really need one, uh, I get too busy to even notice if I'm tired or not. Really? Um, yeah, I think specifically the high pace. Because you guys run around, hey? Yeah. Holy yeah. hell. I mean, I think the other day was unusual. We were outside here at Dandelion and there was a fire. You stood there for a while. I was like, okay, cool. This is the most still I've ever seen you. Indeed, yeah. Um, Other times it's a shit show. It's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, so, I, as you're saying, I don't think there's there's time for me to realize how tired I am mm. until it's all over and still it's calm. Um, but, yeah, invariably, probably about three o'clock in the afternoon, that's a, that's Red Bull time. That's a dip. Then it's one. What time do you finish in the evenings, though? Um, so, what we close, officially close at nine, but we don't like to kick anyone out. So, we're not that type of establishment. It's like nine o'clock, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Do you get those people that just sit? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I think people in general are considerate and, you know, mm. if they see that the last people sitting around, they'll be like, okay, this half past. Yes. I remember years ago I was in matric and I worked at, I think, uh, Mike's Kitchen. This yes, yeah. yeah. There was one at Cresta where gamers now, they, yes, it's now we're going back. Uh, where gamers, there was a Mike's Kitchen and then down from there, there was an ice rink. Sure. So you could okay. sit on the side and look down at the ice rink. And I used to wait to there and then you'd get also, closing time would be like 10 and then half past one, there's this one couple sitting. And you can see the people are hanging. You're like trying to balance on the wall, but they just carry on. Another drink. At some stage, it's like, guys, listen, it's quarter to two. Please make a plan here. That's horrible. So, yeah, I think uh, invariably, and I think, funny enough, uh, COVID and what happened there, mm. um, that completely changed everyone's perception with curfews and so on and so forth. Um, I loved it. It was such a nice excuse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, guys, I'm closing. Um, eight o'clock is curfew, huh? Mm. You, need, you need to leave. That's what you go to people's house. <laughs> no, okay, we'll come, but uh, thank God we have to leave at nine. We're home by <laughs> ten. How was COVID for you? Um, interesting. So I found that initially in the bigger lockdowns, mm. right, um, I started, thankfully, um, me and Anthony, we kept going and we got a permit to, to sell vegetables and deliver, deliver vegetables to people. Oh, from, from, um, from stage five or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, so from, from right from the, the heavy, heavy lockdown. Um, Anthony... Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, so that's the way we kept afloat. Mm. For It's where we paid some of the staff. Um, was that through farm tab? What was that? Our kitchen table. That? That's the one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. so I didn't know that. So through that, we were able to pay staff their wages throughout COVID mm. and so on and so forth. So it was, it, was, it was exciting times and I got to get out and... Um, yes, that was hard though. It was. Um, I think, what, I was so, because I'd just moved out. So I'd just moved out into my own place. At the beginning of COVID? At the beginning of COVID. It was, it was unreal. So I'd moved out Ooh. in my own place um, by myself, first time doing this. I think I'd stayed in my place for about two weeks. Bam. Bam. COVID happened. Holy hell. Um, so I noticed a big, big, big dip in my mental health. 
That, um, at the beginning stage? Oh, yeah. So the beginning stages. I mean, I was all by myself. I mm. just, for the first time ever, I just moved out, you know. Now, I so also like, stay at home. Yeah, no, 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 locked, locked, locked inside, oh, and I can't God. do anything. Um, so it was super, super interesting. Um, needless to say, I, had, I moved back in with uh, with mom as soon as you could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I realized that it just. It, it what was the most cosmic. difficult part, though? I felt like I couldn't get into repetition, and then just one day bled into another, and it was just so it was repetition. So like a routine. Yes, yeah, routine. I think. Um, for me, I'm a very structured individual. Like, I mean, I like doing this at ten, this at you know, and we follow that routine, and that routine becomes habit and sure. so forth. Um, there was just none of that. It was I could get up in the morning at six o'clock, and you know, you could do whatever you wanted to do for the day, which was what, make myself breakfast. That's and, it. And uh, stream something and watch, you know, watch Netflix. Jeez. And that was hard. I, I, I Funny enough, this morning I was listening to a podcast. Um, we spoke about Joe Rogan just before this. Yeah. He's speaking to Huberman from Huberman Labs, phenomenal doctor guy. And they were talking about how isolation in, like, in the pandemic and in lab mice does one of two things. It pushes anxiety and aggression, apparently quite dramatically. Aggression? Yeah. And th- this is, so what's the thing is like, okay, well, I'm in my house, you're in his. It becomes an us-them situation. Okay. Like, what are they doing? And it becomes, and it just builds up. But... I know, I mean, COVID for me was a fucked up time. It yeah. was hard, man. You're, how do you deal with it? Because um, then you wake up at six, you have breakfast, it's now 10 past six. Yeah. You stream I, a movie, it's now quarter to eight in the morning. Now what? Exactly. So I found, I, I, I catch up on all my reading. Mm. I found, um, I dropped out of university, um, what, probably about four years ago now. Mm. Um, and I found all my old notes. And so I just read over those, and there was some pretty interesting stuff in there. Dude, that's kind of random. Yeah, I mean... What were you studying? Uh, I was studying psychology, with oh, really? majoring in philosophy, yeah. That's interesting. Why did you mm. stop? Uh, I actually got involved in an accident. Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I was out and about um, mm. at Jolly Roger. That, oh, yeah, in Parkhurst. Park yeah. um, and I had, what, I think... A few too many as, sure. as all students do students you? do, mm. and yeah, I made eyes with something across the bar, mm-hmm. and went over and introduced myself. One thing led to another, yeah. and you know we ended up having an intimate moment. Sure, and she said, you know, she needed to go go to the bathroom, yeah. which I mean, I, I, I'm pretty clued with the with the the, the, the lingo subtweets, yes, so to yeah. speak. <laughs> I was like, thank you for this, but uh, yeah, this is done, and. Five minutes later, she was crying, oh. and so I went over and I was like, "Listen, Shem, are you up? okay?" She was like, "No, I've just cheated on my boyfriend with you." Oh God! Deep breath, and uh, so I say, "Okay, well, first thing you need to do is call this guy. This is what I would like to do. You need to phone this guy and tell him what's going on." Mm. So she calls him, yeah, and he answers, and they have a discussion, and then she hands the phone to me. I talked to him. Dude, this is like a movie. Yeah. What it, the it, hell? It, it, it literally, and so he hands phone to me and he's like, listen, is my girlfriend okay? Is she all right? And I was like, listen, she's, she's a bit of a mess, I'm you know, you need to, you need to get her now, you need to, you, know, you, know, yeah. you guys need to have a conversation. And so I was like, yeah, okay, just wait with her, I'll be there in 15 minutes. Sure. So obviously I wait with her and guy comes and all very civil and it's like, can I speak to you outside? Mm. And 
I was like, yeah. Does I that know. mean what I think it means? It, exactly. Sure. So I, I, I was completely oblivious at that point. Yeah. I was like, this guy seems very calm, rational. Yeah. We're going to talk I mean, this we've, had, we've had a phone call. Okay. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> like, we're basically best buds. Sure. You know? And we, we, go, we go outside, and as I turn a corner, mm-hmm. I just I see five guys waiting for me. Five? Five. Oh, shit. And uh, I, I don't remember much after that. Um, so... My, my neurologist says that uh, there were some bats involved and all sorts Holy of stuff. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, I think yeah, I died mm. three times in the ambulance. What the fuck? I've, I've known you for how long? What? What? Yeah, I've got scars on my face and all sorts That's of stuff. That's why me. the beard? Yeah. Mm. So you guys still chatting on the phone? <laughs> Not at all. So, so what, happened? What, what happened from there? I mean, so I woke did up, you press charge? What, what happened? I couldn't find the guy. Um, all I know is I woke up in ICU probably about two weeks later intubated, restrained. How long ago is this? Four years. Holy hell. Yeah. Whoa. So I came and worked for, for the restaurant. Uh, what, it was July at that point. Yeah. Um, round about now. Just what, finished. Is this, sorry, this is before COVID, like 2019 yes. somewhere. Yes, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, and what was just, literally I was right about, right about to write exams. Mm. And... What, what year were you in? I was in, what was my fourth year. Okay. So, yeah, I got my undergrad. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And. Video the other day. Yeah, so I've got everything set up. And, and 17 minutes. This happened. Mm. Obviously, I missed all my exams. Yeah, sure. Um, my neurologist, he gave me, what, doctor's notes and all sorts. Sure. And, oh, I would, I would fucking hope so. Yeah. He said I couldn't go back to university uh, for, what, at least a year. Why? Uh, just because I'd suffered brain damage. Mm. Mm. So he said, you're, you're not going to cope. If you go back, it's, it's, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. Okay. Um, so I needed something to do. I was like, I was sitting at home. Uh, fortunately, I live quite close to the restaurant. And I came in one day and I was like, I need a job. So did you know Anthony before then? Not at all. I hadn't even been to the restaurant, to be honest with and you. And this is when, because I'm just trying to think, we... We've known Anthony from the previous place. Where was yes. the previous one? Yeah. In uh, Oh, at Felon Walk. Yes. yes. Yeah. And before then, because we met him on safari. He, he came out to one of the lodges we were managing, met him, so we've known him for a long time. So this was here already. Yes, this was established. And you just rocked up and said, hey. I was just literally just a kid, what, I think I was 20 years old at the time. Yeah. And I was like, I, just like, I need a job. So it was yeah. like, what do you mean? What do you want? And I was like, I'll wash Anything. your dishes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, I'll do whatever Gee. and he was like okay but cool tell me a bit more about yourself what's yeah. going on and you tell him the whole story yeah I just said it's like uh, it's like why are you here and I was like listen I just I, I was honest I was like I, just, I got into a fight and yeah. I lost it terribly and I can't go back to university for a while Yeah. so I need I need, I need some work Yeah. and he was like come at four <laughs> start at four start at four o'clock that day and now fast forward, so now this is where we should have started, but it's fine. So what do you do here now? What is your official role? So this is how long? Four years later? Yeah, four years later. So at the moment, I'm managing Anthony's store, mm-hmm. uh, the Kolkakia here in Northcliffe. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Uh, and the dandelion? Where does indeed. that fit in? So that's another project that uh, Anthony wants to start. Mm. Um, actually in the process of uh, buying into that and so on. Oh, nice. So yeah. So, so, so just, sorry, diverting. So that is not a part of Kolkakia? Not at all. Nothing. So, separate entity, separate business, yeah. completely run by Anthony and myself. It looked really cool. I mean, this is something I think that the area doesn't have. I, I, yeah, I think definitely. How's uh, business going? Uh, so, look, I think the winter at the outside bar, yeah. um, 
the winter and the winter months, the cold weather keeps everyone away. Mm. Um, but we were taking over, and I think that's yeah. all I can stand for. That's all I mean, sorry, all I can ask for at the moment. No, sure. Um, yeah, very, very happy and excited to to see a change of weather. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I mean, I came back from, where was I? Iceland. And some days here have been colder than that. Just yeah. the last few weeks. It's, it's been yeah. real. It's been an it's not easy. uncomfortable time. No, it's horrible. And yeah, no one wants to sit outside. Um, look, I mean, we try and make it as comfortable as possible for people, mm. but I completely understand. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going back to study one day? Uh, I'm too proud not to. So I have to go back. Have it's to like finish a beer you have to kill. Yes, 100%. It is something that When's I have that to happening? do. When's that happening? So and here's the funny thing. I keep telling myself I'll go next year, and then my life just changes and changes again. And, yeah, I think for me, I've never been a fan of whenever someone says I don't have enough time to do it. Mm. Like, for me, that, that's unacceptable. You know, there's, there's X amount of times in a day. Right? And you just need to fit in what you need to do 100%. in those times. Couldn't agree more. I had a thing where I've, I've gone off Instagram now. I'm fucking done with it. Oh, I, me, me too. I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> um, but I used to have a thing because we built our entire business, we built on the brand. So when we started, how do I go? Before we started the travel company, I had one of my own ones while we were at the lodges. So I started on Facebook doing like micro blogging and then stories and everything. We were always first movers on the platform. Why am I telling you this? Yes. And I would do a thing. A training picture every day more as an accountability thing for me like i've trained sure. yeah and my hashtag would always make time people i don't have time well you're not going to fucking find it yes you have to make it yeah so there is no excuse harden up cupcake that's it's literally that and it is what it is and i think i tell myself that and yet i still haven't gone back so what's the resistance so i i think psychologically speaking it took quite a big blow onto me mm. um i that's just not so strange, but like I feel like I'm getting older. Um, Dude, and don't. Yeah, uh, <laughs> how old are you it's, now? It's what 25. Mm. Yeah, so I, f- I, I do feel like uh, like I'm getting older, and like I mean, it's, it sounds so so silly when I say it, say it out loud. Mm. Um, but like when I go back as a 25 year old to varsity, um, yeah, just crazy, crazy. Can't you do it through like a NISA or correspondence or something? Uh, I've looked into it, yeah. um, and it is definitely an option. Mm. Um, I just found also a lot of people want me to do night classes. And well, not for this. Exactly. So I, I just don't have yeah. nights. So nights become incredibly difficult for me. Sure. Um, so yeah, I've given it a bit of research, given it a thought. Uh, there's got to be a workaround, um, even so, if yeah, I'll just go in. So let me ask you why. Why go back? Just to finish it, or what is the long game? So initially, uh, before I fell in love with the restaurant industry and loving what I do, mm. uh, it's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a psychologist. I wanted to help people. Clinical. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was where my life was headed. And then it changed. Hmm. And the philosophy side of things? Oh, I just, uh, so I needed to pick up an extra module. and You didn't want to do statistics. There. No, I didn't want to do stats. <laughs> that's, I mean, I had to do stats. I hate but stats. I, oh, oh, it was terrible. It's no, it really is shocking. And had to do it eventually, yeah. but I was going to delay that as much as possible. So then I, I picked up philosophy, and did I fall in love with philosophy? Still? I still, as I said, those are the notes that I was reading in lockdown, all my philosophy notes. Um, yeah. Are you still reading philosophy now? No, I'm not. Mm. Um, are you reading anything now? Because quite honestly, I mean, we come here often. Yeah. yeah and you're always here. So, <laughs> I mean, where, what time do you have? What do you read? So I'm finding I'm reading, sure, it's it's Viktor Frankl's, yeah. uh, 
what's it? Sorry, some of my tongue here. Um, Man's Search for Meaning. Yes. Yes. Beautiful book. Mm-hmm. Um, and fortunately, not very long. Mm. So I can read that and I pick that up almost every day and read about three pages of that. Okay. And yeah, that's incredibly, incredibly motivating and, and moving. Yeah. Something that I absolutely love. Um, then there's also, I find, uh, Kitchen Confidential. Um, Don't know that one. Anthony Bourdain. Uh, oh, of course, you yeah. Sorry, yes, I didn't link it. Yes. So his uh, his story and just how he was his like way more than food. Oh uh, yeah, no. it was about culture. Food was the vehicle to get yes. into the cultures. Yes, it was phenomenal. That was that was I think from a lost point of view of the celebrities, that was huge to me. Yes. The other two was Robin Williams, yeah. and from a person I think um, Chester Bedingfield from Linkin uh, Park. Yeah, those ones were like fuck. I grew up with that. Yeah. But yeah, Bourdain was, that's, that's a last man. Yeah, I think I related so much with his story specifically, um, just like how he found himself in kitchens and what mm. he liked about it, what, yeah. what he didn't like, what was great, what didn't like. I mean, it was, it was all mm. just, it was universal. It was yeah. something anyone could find. Did, how would you to someone, because I mean, so people who've been listening to this for a while, for both podcasts and so on, I speak about psychology every once in a while, about coaching and all these things. In a short layman's version, what is philosophy? Like, because cause honestly, if I had to, and my sister say, what is, okay, psychology is like philosophy, it's just like different. But, but, but. I think for me at least, philosophy would, I, I understand it to be understanding, and it's understanding how people tick and how people work. Mm-hmm. And so just a study of people, what makes them tick, mm. and yeah, just... It's like I woke up and I felt shit this morning. Why? Yeah. yeah. Do, do you? Um, what's his name? Ryan Holiday. Yes. Yeah. From okay. the Stoics, he runs Daily Stoic. Yes. Yeah. His latest book is The Obstacle of the Way. Have you yes. dug into Stoicism? I have. Very, 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 very interesting stuff. Recently, I've started doing a bit of a dive. Not a deep dive yet, but a bit of a dive. Yes. It's interesting. I, I love it. I really, really do. So I think a Stoic mindset, mm-hmm. hugely fascinating, and again, just appeals to. What I, what I subscribe to and how I think one should conduct mm. themselves. The, the funny thing is, I mean, the Stoics, I mean, from Epictetus, um, Marcus Aurelius, all of them, the shit they said back then still holds. Still we think We think we come up with these great ideas. Oh, yeah, you've got to do this and challenge yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was said 2,000 years ago. Calm down, sunshine. Yeah. It's all there. It's very interesting. So, you've read Meditations then? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think... Again, I think probably uh, about like four books that changed my life. Mm-hmm. It was one of them, the one I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. Man's Search for Meaning. Um, <coughs> funny enough, uh, Jocko Wilnix. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. very familiar with that. Um, loved his books as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I see there seems to be an underlying theme in all of them that resonates with me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then there's yeah, Anthony Bourdain's. The other, the other one, which, and I've picked it up now, and I've spoken about this in some of the podcasts recently again, is I have started reading for, must be the 20th time, um, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Okay. So it's, you know, The Art of War, so yes. two, yeah. general, da 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 So Pressfield is an author, and he flipped, so it's The War of Art, and he speaks about the resistance. And the resistance is every single thing that stops you from doing what you want to do. I'm going to wake up this morning, and I'm too cold, stay in bed, resistance. Uh, I'm not going to have another, what's this cheesecake? I'm yeah. not going to have another cheesecake here. Okay, no, I'll have that. 
I'm not going to start writing now because I'd, it's that. Okay. As, as, as a book and something, every single time I start a new project or a change, it is phenomenal. It's a gut punch every single chapter. Okay. And some of the chapters is like a paragraph. It's just a quick, but your, it's real. Sure. The thing is, and now I'm going to loop back. So what is the resistance for you going back to, to study then? I suppose a feeling of inadequacy, like I dropped out, you know. Uh, yeah, but it's not like you just woke up in the morning and think, fuck this, I'm done. I, yeah, and, 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 <laughs> and, and, and like the logic, like logic dictates that, yeah, that's, you know, mm. exactly. But still, I think if people ask me, that yeah. I dropped out. Mm. You know, that's the reality of the situation. I'm, as you say, I'm not pull punches. It's, mm. yeah, I, I dropped out. But it's also, I mean, now we, we're going to all these people. Mark Manson. Yeah. So based off his work it's like at what point do you stop giving your fucks to those people you know what I mean I, yes I <laughs> hear you in its entire yeah in its entirety but I think yeah funding for me at the moment also to like go to go to, go to mm. university and finish my year I mean the year was paid for and I'm sure Vitz would you know acknowledge that and yeah because obviously it wasn't my fault and sure I think that helped me out um, I have no no reason to believe that they wouldn't out of interest what is a year now how much is a year oh, i was chatting to the like guys at no the bar idea. um sure it depends on what you do yeah. and what you take i think you're gonna look at anywhere between 55 and 100 per year yeah right you don't get a loan for that yeah so i mean that's gonna set you back or set me back sorry like Jeez. a lot that's rough yeah i think so, and funny, when I was at Wits, I was right there at the time of the Fismas Fall movement and so on and oh, so forth. Oh, yes. And how I, was, I was one of those people um, that you saw in the news and was like, you know, protesting against you the protest. You were out there. No, 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 I was protesting against the protest. I was like, guys, you know. So, uh, yeah. Uh, just, just for people internationally listening, what was Fismas Fall? What was that whole thing? Fismas Fall was a movement specifically among students trying to get education, specifically, specifically tertiary education, free for everyone. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a universal worldwide theme. Yeah. Um, and it was huge, 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 huge. I think it was, your, are we going back, 2018? Yeah, I think right. that's where it kicked off. Um, so I was at WITS there and I was... But I was very privileged enough to have gone to university and not had, a, not had to worry about payments and so on mm-hmm. so forth. My parents pretty much covered everything. Sure. Um, yeah, and when my dad passed away, I, he left me money and so on and so forth. So that was all taken care of for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I immediately thought and how I rationalized it was that I've obviously I've paid to be here mm-hmm. and now my classes are being disrupted and so on and so forth. And I can't achieve my mm-hmm. goals because of yeah. this. And that's funny because <laughs> like a couple of years down the line, like I can't, can't finish my, my goals because no, it's the thing you were time. jumping up and down about. Yeah, sure. and I, I, I suppose I was, I was very, very thankful at the time. Uh, obviously my mindset changed a lot at university. Uh, just like funny, funny things, about the way I treated women, the way I treat people. For the better? For the better, mm-hmm. um, can I firmly say for the better. Yeah. Um, and so nice, like after university, I'm still learning things from when I was in university, mm. which is pretty cool for me. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, look, the one thing you should also learn just from this whole experience is 
if something happens in the bar and the chick says, yeah, speak to my boyfriend, don't. <laughs> just next time, don't. Just, just, do that. just walk like, the fuck no. away. This is, sorry, honey, that's, sorry, that's your to business. Go yeah. This is a new problem. I'm out of here. Damn. Yeah, I mean. I was, I was listening to the thing recently just on the, on the, the fees. I'm not sure how ours work. I've been out of the game for a while. But listening to the, the, the education debt and the education loans in the States, it's the only one that can't be written off. Yeah. But any, anything else can be kind of cancelled out. That, yeah, here, let's study. You can get a job where you earn X, but you're going to pay X times three for the rest of your life. Yeah. That I, makes no sense. That makes no sense. I, it, it's just... Like, Is it the same here? Uh, look, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't gone that route, to be honest mm. with you. But I think I had a friend in matric, mm. also when I was in matric. Um, where did you go to matric? I went, to, I went to Kez, so oh, he okay. did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got denied a loan to study mm-hmm. because they thought he couldn't pay it back. And he, so, I mean, it was like a terrible story. I mean, his mother passed away mm-hmm. and she was the only one looking after him. And literally he excelled at school and no one gave this guy a shot. Yeah. And yeah, the banks, literally all of them said, Sorry, you're just not going to be able to pay back my loan. So I think there's, there's definitely yes. merit and understanding here mm. in that sort of context. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think, from what I understand, it seems <coughs> ridiculous. Uh, what, what do you make? I mean, if you look online, right? There's all these things like Elon Musk and Bill Gates, and like I didn't go to school or I didn't go to Harvard, but the people who work for me did. Sure. What do you make of that from an education point of view? Because I'm going to come up front and say, I think the schooling system is messed up from top to bottom. Uh, yeah, I agree. So they're teaching me, when did Jan van Rubik arrive in South Africa? I don't need to know because I can Google. Everybody has one of these things. Correct. Teach me reasoning. Teach me tax. Teach me things that mean something. So do you think in today's world, because quite honestly, I mean, you've got a pretty good thing going here. Yeah. So and you got dick education for it. Nothing. You just yeah. walked in and said, "Can I have a job?" 100%. Cool. Start at four. So is the value still there? So I get exactly what you're saying. And when I think about certain skills mm-hmm. that just didn't know about, like I think, like a tax number. When I first started, I didn't have a tax number, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, I was coming to me and I was like, "What's your tax number?" And I was like, well, "I don't even know." Sorry, what? Exactly. I don't, I don't know these sorts of things mm. like applying for an RIP5 mm. no, one, no, one, no, no one no one gave me a handbook and was like no. this is how to do this you know um, yeah and I think from an educational point of view that's what's lacking I think that's what, that's what you're touching mm. on I agree with you Jan van Rubik very no. little relevance in my life no. at, at least in a like, modern setting who, who was the 17th president of the United States I couldn't tell you hey Siri there you go who was so the 17th president of the United States and then we get it. She's probably going to tell us now. But why should they teach us that? Parrot work should be gone. It's, uh, and, and ooh, we here we go. I don't want to go to the woke and all of this non-binary stuff. That's, How do you feel about that? Don't. You uh, don't, 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 don't want to get into it. Uh, my parrot. So Siri caught up a little bit later. She didn't hear president. She heard parrot work. Seven okay. ways to help prevent your pet parrot from becoming bored. Thank there you, go. Siri. Um, <laughs> I think, with all of the new stuff, ooh, so much, uh, mm. I think people who are using their soapbox of their Instagram or their social media 
to have opinions on everything is unvalidated because to have opinions on certain things, I think you need to earn that I, on certain things. Like, I can have an opinion on the weather. Okay. Do you like this weather? It's cool. I don't like it. That's fine. But if we start talking about politics at high level and the psychological effect of COVID on the world, then you need to have a little bit of an educated opinion. You can't just spurt out. Because if, if for example, if Anthony Bourdain, if sure. he was still here and he said something about the psychology of travel and food and I said it, his opinion means more. Right now, everybody's just the same. Okay. We've also become, we've also become so, uh, what's the word? Uh, polarized. Okay. Polarized. That it's it's you either with us or you're against us. Yeah. If you and your mates have a disagreement, I can't say okay, I like what you're saying on this, but I like what they're saying on that. I've got to go all in on one thing. I can't. I can't. The the the, the, the middle ground is gone. It's gone. And and guys. Becoming girls, competing at sport, do not even go there. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. It's, yeah. I think, ooh, I think the new generation that's growing up like this, I think they're soft. Mm. I think they're missing the skills to fight for something because everything's too easy. Maybe it's my age, but that's, that's what I think. Uh, so a, a lot of your points I agree with. Um, I think, yeah, I, I think specifically in sports, you've got to define Come sex on. and gender. And it's like gender is fluid and mm. you can choose. Mm. And I'll support you in with what you choose. Sure. Um, but your biological sex, I think... You're a mammal. You have sperms or eggs. Correct. Yeah. I, and, I mean, it's such a it's such a grey area. I do think, and I know we were saying from an experience point of view, mm. um, and the example you used was with Anthony Bourdain and mm. yourself versus the culinary... I think does someone's experience that they've lived mm. not automatically qualify them to mm. be able to answer for themselves? I think I think good question. I do think though, if they see their opinion as strong enough as someone who lives that. Okay. So, for example, I'm trying to think of an example here. Uh, I've gone to one jujitsu class sure. in my life. I would like to go more. I got fucked up. It's great, <laughs> but I would like to go more. But time just I can't make time. There's not enough, so I have to prioritize. Yes. I could probably cancel some work anyway but I can have an opinion that that's a great thing and X, Y and Z but if the black belt has also an opinion I can offer mine based on my experience Sure. but I should be cognizant then that the experience he has yes. is so much more I, I should respect that Yes. Yep. and I think the respecting things gotten out the window healthy debate has gone out the window it's just like if I don't agree with you we're you're wrong done yep. and I'm going to cancel you so no, absolutely. I think each person's lived experience is definitely a thing. Yes. It has to be a thing. Yeah. But you need to be self-aware enough to understand who you... And it's not even going up against, because that's confrontational. It's who you're talking with. Not yeah. to, who you're talking with. Because otherwise, it's just... It's the, the, the finger point... I mean, it always gets pulled back to American politics. You've got yes. the red and the blue. Yeah. And in the past, and this is again what's happened, I think, we used to have the middle, and you had the... Slight conservatives, the slight Republicans, whatever the case, or Republicans and Democrats. Now it is so far apart that even if they come to the middle or slightly towards the middle, they're still not meeting. They're still Get not you. meeting. It is just so far polarized. And if it, it's gotten to a point where if, if someone comes and says to me, what would you like for dinner? And I say, well, um, and they say, would you like a pizza or a hamburger? Uh, I don't know, I want a hamburger. Why do you hate the Italians? <laughs> it's, it's obscene it is absurd what's happening I, I noticed it specifically in the restaurant um, and I mean it's something that I try and be very very con you know, conscious of mm. and 
um, just a group of people sitting down and me saying something just so innocent as, as mm. a greeting, like, yeah. hey guys, how are we doing? Mm-hmm. And all of, a sudden people, all of a sudden people have looked at me and I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, what? No, we're not guys. Yeah. I was like, oh, sorry. Hello, people. Hello, folks. Folks is a good one. Can you use folks? I, I don't know. So I haven't. I, Who no are you offending by yeah. saying folks? Yeah, I, I, mm. that, that seems to be the most neutral. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think. It's a strange place. I did hear. So I mean, this whole world culture is, I understand. We need to have feelings. We need to appreciate and respect each other. I think there is good to be taken from it. I agree. But I do think it's gone to an extreme. The pendulum is so far off that once it starts coming back closer to the middle and we bring some of the good woke stuff with us, We'd because be you don't it. agree with someone, don't cancel them. Yes. Maybe engage in a conversation and try and convince them of your point in a good, solid discussion. Yeah. I, so I, I firmly believe that if, if it's something you believe in so strongly mm. that... Yeah, why aren't you reaching out to more people, specifically mm. people who are so adamant that mm. you are wrong, yep. and arguing with your arguing your point? Mm. And yeah, I also I also think there's also something to be. My dad said this to me years ago as well. Is just because you don't agree with something or someone, and the Stoics as well, yeah. doesn't have to be your problem. Doesn't have to be your problem. If a lady loses a shit in the shop because something happens and she starts carrying on. I don't have to get involved. Yeah. It's my choice. So people will see anything online and because they don't like it, they feel the need to talk and say on every single thing, back up sunshine. Just, exactly. just you don't have to I, I think for your own mental health. And that's, and that's where, so I do have graphs of social media and it's just, well, we can it, go there. Yeah, we can go there <laughs> all day. Um, and I think it's just become so easy mm. to, to put out information that you haven't verified, that you haven't backed, that you don't necessarily even believe in, I could, you know, mm. be anyone, really. And it's just, as it is, it's super convenient. It's literally sure. push this box, type a message, and mm. press send. Mm. And, yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. It's the, it's the whole thing is so... And so I, I enjoy my stand-up comedy. So, I, I mean, Tim Dillon as a comedian, I find he's... And I was just speaking to you about yeah. him before we started. <laughs> he is beautifully offensive, but he does it in such a funny way. And I've heard many, 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 many comedians now that's kind of getting back after COVID and they all say that the new woke comedians coming out of it is not funny because fun and funny is a way for us to deal with difficult to discuss things yeah to make a joke about someone's god no I'm gonna get cancelled <laughs> about someone's weight or race or whatever it is it doesn't mean I'm not liking you I might feel uncomfortable talking to you about it because it's, you know, I don't know how to deal with that. But let's make a joke about it. But now jokes are seen as bad. So yeah. the new, a lot of the comedy coming out of this new culture is not funny because they're not, they're not pointing at anything. Yeah. I, I think, and uh, I think it's a lesson, I think, I think my, my father taught me, it was like, a, if, you, if you can't laugh at yourself. And, 100%. Yeah, I think mm. if you can't laugh at yourself, then you take mm. yourself too seriously, first of all. Yeah. And if you want that, also, if you look at movies, when what was the last good comedy movie that you saw? Oh, I think I'm just going to think of my favorite. Mm. Uh, what a million mm. ways to die in the West. Yeah, I think. That when was, was that made? Oh, I think sure, uh, 2012, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, there, there uh, are no real funny new movies coming out because everybody's like, but I mean, don't touch that, don't touch that, don't talk about this, don't look at that. And this is actually saying, I think that movie could have fed. 
Oh. Numerous people. No, yeah. oh God, you play those old things. <laughs> I mean, you think of, I mean, forget about South Park. That's know, just wow. off yeah. the hook. <laughs> but I mean, like, super bad, all those movies. Yes. Oh my God, they would get cancelled off the bat right now, done. Yeah, done. I think it's sad. I think we're missing, there's something missing with all of this. Because, it, like you say, we've lost the ability to laugh at ourselves, and that's just bad. It's bad. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, it can't be too serious. I mean, mm. if I'm too serious, then. No. Where's the joy? Where's you know? no, no? I don't know. It's a very, very strange world we're living in. Russia. I was speaking to a psychologist actually on the podcast a couple of episodes ago, and so COVID, the pandemic, is theoretically, if we didn't have medicine and all the things we have, it is an extinction level event. Sure. Okay. So that is mindset was what we're going through. Number one, number two, nuclear war is a potential new uh, extinction level event. Yeah. So without us knowing. We're going through two potentially extinction-level events. Now, a lot of people won't deal with it. They don't want to think about it that way. But it affects you somehow. Yeah. In a big way. And I mean, yeah, as you said, we touched on my experiences just in the lockdown and so on and so forth. And yes, yeah, affected me in a big way. Hmm. How did you deal with that, though? I, I drank a bit. Um, not too proud. Um, a bit, as in... Yeah, you I hit the bottle hard. Yeah, I think I went for as long as I could. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we ran out of uh, alcohol. You did know. you also did you also find stuff illegally and whatnot? And I, I knew where to get it. Yes. So, but I didn't source it because at that point prices just became exorbitant. Yeah, they were charging like a thousand five hundred rand for a bottle of Johnny Black. No, it was it was obscene. No. Um, and yeah, as, as they as being people we can't mention. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> And yeah, it's like a, you, we all know what a bottle of Johnny Black costs, you mm. know, and it's, it's a thousand five hundred rand. Oh, come on, no, 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 come no, no, on, no. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just at that point, uh, had, I took some steps back, and mm-hmm. yeah, I just made some reevaluations. That's when I got into the reading again, mm-hmm. and specifically stoicism. And yeah, did you know about stoicism before? Or did you kind of find it then? So I knew about it. Uh, hadn't really gone into it and, and looked over it. Mm. Um, I found David Goggins as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you make of him? He's super extreme. Yeah. I, I like his message and I like his theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, as you saying, it's like, this is not for everyone. Mm. It's like, you're either going to like it or you're not. Because he's um, all out there, man. Yeah. And look, I, I, I can respect what he's done. I mean, if you look at the before pictures, he was a fat slob. Exactly. So, and look at what he's done. I just... So, so, random, some of my clients, they would look at these things and there's been and I'm keen to hear what you think about this, the idea that in order to better yourself in anything, mentally, physically, spiritually, education, whatever, you have to suffer. Now, this is different to me from the obstacles the way. Okay. So I run, I hate running. I loathe it. I despise it. I run like a brick. It is horrible. But I do it because to me, that's something I can be better at. Sure. I hate every second. Like every second. Give me something heavy to pick up, lift weights all day long. But I'm doing that. The idea, though, is there's all these programs being put out, um, especially after COVID, deal with your anxiety. But you have to go into a place that you have to suffer and be deeply uncomfortable in order to reach a goal. Now, I agree with that to a certain extent because if you want to get stronger, you're going to have to lift weights. It's going to hurt. Yeah. Okay. The problem is it seems that the focus has become the suffering. The focus has become being uncomfortable instead of understanding it is just a step in the journey. Okay. 
Because Goggins is big on that. Yes. I'm so, going to take your soul. I'm going to run you to yes. death and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, that's cool for you. But I think from a, if, we, if we pull that back to us normal beings. Yes. I think. How? I, yeah, I think specifically, look, I do think there is a place for <coughs> suffering. And, you know, I think the only way you're going to improve yourself is you go through a bit of hardship. Mm. And I'm not saying you necessarily need to be unhappy with that hardship. Like you're saying, 10 k's into a run. It sucks. 10 Ks. God, I wish I could get there. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Like, um, you know, I want to go home, mm. call the Uber. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a million things that come into your mind. Um, so I've only done that once in New York. <laughs> so I thought, let me run around Central Park. I got like half of a fuck the Uber. Come fetch me. I can't yeah, do this. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I usually run up to Moscow Hill. Um, no, man. Yeah. So Look this. Yeah. Oh, it's very steep. Um, very rewarding, though. And so... Mm. I think, for me at least, and again, in man's social meaning, it mm-hmm. talks about suffering. Mm. And it says, as long as your, your motivation and your why mm. um, is greater than what you're going through and your suffering, mm. you'll be okay. And so what, what does that mean? So for, uh, for what I understand it is, uh, the only reason I run up North Hills is because that view is amazing. It's spectacular. Oh, it is. Can't get better. Went up there recently for the first time again after me. It's stunning. Uh, and uh, like... Literally, as you're saying, it's, it's, it's vertical. Yes. And you'll get there, and I think it's Frederick Drive. Mm. As you're going up Frederick Drive, you're literally asking yourself, like, why am I doing this? Mm. And it's like, and it's for Be- the view. Because of the view. It's for the view. But it's, you don't tell yourself it's because I'm suffering right now. No. And, and I think that's... I'm suffering with reason. Yes. And it's like, I'm suffering for... Eat bits that taste sweet. Mm. You know? I've, I've like, got to, you, you got to... Like, nothing in this life is worth... It's worth... I think, not like I always say, is that like if it's, if it's got to be worth suffering for. Like I think that's, I get what you say. It's very difficult to articulate. It's a, it's because because I had one or two of my, my clients come to me and say they've seen this program and this it's about being uncomfortable. And okay, cool. Let let's look at it. But why? No, it's just to be uncomfortable. No, but 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 why? Are you just gonna so you just gonna be a miserable bastard for oh, X yeah. amount of time? <laughs> to what end? Yes. Is I it gonna make you stronger physically? Is it gonna make you mentally stronger? Are you learning a new skill? Is it with any big thing? And I and I think this is another thing that's wrong with sorry today's younger generation is you need to fight for something, yeah. and with the fight comes the struggle or the stress or the, the obstacles, whatever it is, sure. in order to get something. It can't just be easy. We shouldn't be giving seventh place participation trophies. I, yeah, I agree with that. So that's, and, and that's where playing sports is such a big thing because it learns, it, it teaches you deep down that you have to do the hard work. Sometimes you lose, it's going to be hard, you're going to get injuries and, and, and in order to win. That's, that's how I grew up. Yeah, I, and and sorry, and that's, you've you've hit the nail on the head for me when you're saying that's what you need to go through in order to get this. Hmm. If you want this, what is this? Yeah, yeah. So define this first, hmm. and once you've defined this, then like, and as you say, it's like, I think I'm speaking for myself here, but hmm. I think everyone, like, if I said if I could look like. Jeez, if I could be one of those marble sculptures, you know. Um, was this, um, the Rock, Dwayne Yeah, if I, if I could look like The Rock, mm. but I could sit on or my couch. Thor. Yeah. There you go. Thor. If, I could, if I could look like anyone like that, and, you know, I could get there sitting on my couch eating chips, mm. like, we would all do Everybody it. would be looking like that. Exactly. And, mm. it's like, I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer. Mm. Um, so if you want to look like that, you must understand that, I think, what mm. I've seen Chris Hemsworth's, uh, his training and so on and so forth. Jesus. Mental. It's no, it's, it's insane. 
And Look, it, it doesn't even do that once a day. No, no, no. I mean, he has thought. What do you want? Exactly, it's, yeah. That's what I expect. I just, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it, it's, it's upside and downside. Is the upside is you look like him. The downside is you're going to bust your balls to get yeah. there. Um, I just think, and what is missing is a lot of people would look at, and this is where social media is a fuck up. Yeah. That's why I, I can't do it. It's just negative. People, I, I want that. I want to be richer. I want to be skinnier. I want to be stronger. I want this. So what are you doing about it? Yeah. Nothing. Why? No, I can't find time. Yes. It's too hard. I don't have the money. Yeah. And this is where the, uh, the war of art, Stevens Pressfield, comes in because all of those things is the resistance. Sure. The resistance dials up in your mind the obstacles that there are. It's upside and downside. For me, if what is that? It's hooking. Um, I don't know what that is. I, social media for me was great. And it, has, it still is for our company. It's very good. And I built a pretty decent uh, personal brand on there. Okay. But it takes a lot of time. Yeah. It takes a lot of creativity. It takes a lot of effort to, to build that up. And the upside is I get attention, which is, I suppose, nice. But it does, it's, you need to disconnect yourself from that. Yeah. We make sales. We make those things. But if I look at the cost for me now, because that's been coming down dramatically. Sure. So the upside of, of being on there and doing those things have come down versus the time I put in, the effort to film videos, to edit it, to export it, to upload it, blah, blah, blah. The cost is not worth ROI anymore. I hear you. Okay. And that in life for me is the thing is, what am I going to get for my input? You run up North Cliff Hill, which is basically running up a flat wall, right? <laughs> it's the upside is you get an insane view. Is the cost of running and hurting and wanting to throw up and whatever the case is worth that? That's it. That is the discussion. I, yeah. But people don't want to have that discussion. It's too easy. Agreed. We should stop there. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> but it, it, it just becomes too easy. It's just people don't want to put in the hard graft. I, I think, yeah, I, people have always been afraid of hard work. Mm. Um, why, though? Lazy, but why? Maybe they don't care about it enough. And, and that's what I'm saying. Your why has to be bigger than whatever it is. Gets in the way. That gets in the way. Mm. It's just like, how bad did you want it? So, and, I, and I think... I am fortunate enough to sit in the restaurant with people that come my way. Mm. I think I can, I've gotten pretty good at discerning who's going who's gonna to stay and who's not. Staff-wise? Staff-wise. Yeah. Um, sorry, yeah, I should have mm. made it clear. I thought guests, because they're all going to go eventually. Yeah. yeah. Gonna go. <laughs> so staff-wise, it's pretty clear. Um, like, guys will come to me, and, and I see specifically, and nothing against, you know, the 18-year-old coming out of high school, mm. um, everything's paid for him and he's just looking for a bit of, bit of drinking money. Sure. Like, if that's, if that's what you need and that's what you want. How I did it. No, so we've all been there. Exactly. Sure. Like, do, you, do, you, do your thing. But it's very different from the person who's coming to me saying, it's like, you know, I've got, I got, I got families, I've got rent, I've got mm, families to mm, feed, mm. I've, got, I've got these, this, this, and this. And it's like, I need a job. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it, the staying, the staying power of that individual who's, mm-hmm. you know, got people relying on him mm. is very different to yeah. the 18-year-old who's like, I guess I can't have another beer. Is it something you can teach? To a certain extent. Um, teach, I think it's, it's something you learn through experience mm-hmm. and it's something... If that, you can stick through. Yes. And it, it's something that that life, unfortunately, has to, to hand to you. Mm. Um, like, like me, it's like I needed something to keep me busy Mm-hmm. And you know, I need something to to help my brain mm. recover. Um, 
that's why I came to the restaurant. Mm. Uh, I think it's very different if you are just, I want to say coasting. Mm. Yeah. Do, you, do you think the young, younger generation are struggling with choice? Because when I grew up, you could become, you could be a doctor, an engineer, or an accountant. That was kind of the main thing, because that's what you do. Yeah. Right? Anything other, and then you got the peripherals. You would be, I don't know, a dentist, a psychologist, a vet, whatever. But the main things. Today, that's gone. If you speak to young kids, what do you want to be? An influencer or a YouTube star? Yeah. You can be anything. Do you think that, that there's so much choice? And I'm, I'm actually just shooting off the top here. Maybe also that is where there's too much choice for them but they're not teaching how to make informed decisions. They're getting taught when Jan van Rubia got to South Africa. <laughs> Agreed. Um, I think, I don't think choice is a bad thing. Mm. I, I, I like people having choices um, and I'm a huge fan of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then I think enable people to make the right decision for them. And I think that's, that's where it's probably, that's, that, the point that's how do you do that Easier said than done. And I'm sure there's <coughs> people out there, I, man, I just get pizzas out on time to mm. people. <laughs> I'm not the one to be solving that, that problem. No, because that's the, it's, it's the choices. It's, and I mean, from, from my, the coaching business point of view, that's it. It's goal setting. It's getting someone to understand why they're here, what they want, without yeah. telling them. Yes. It's about pushing and pulling and until they realize it. But I don't, and that's the kind of shit we should be learning at school, at a young age. I was just thinking while we're talking about the other book you need to, do you listen to Audible or do you reread? I reread. Um, Tim Grover. Okay. The first one was called Relentless. The second one is called Winning or vice versa. He used to be Michael Jordan's personal coach for 15 oh, wow. years. Worked with Kobe Bryant and stuff. Insane book. Also, Not an Inch Given, how these guys grafted, how they worked. Phenomenal book. Also, definitely. Tim Grover, Winning and Relentless. Alrighty. Really good. Give it a read. Yeah. Have to. I mean, as I said, the more, more books I can read, the better. It is, I, I don't know. It just feels like the world is in a very strange place all around. COVID and this. And uh, there's a lot of people that feel lost. Yeah. And I think it's COVID's fault because people were made to sit at home and either drink too much or drink too little, yeah. do drugs, fight with your partner, whatever. And you had to reassess life. Yeah. And I people don't do that enough. I think. I think, and for me at least, I think there comes a lot of, you need to know yourself. Mm. and That's fucking hard though. Yeah, I mean. And it's scary. Yeah. I'm speaking for myself. I, what, and I think to be honest with yourself, that scares me even more. It's like to know myself to a point where I can be honest and it's like, Ryan, this is, this is what you do and this is what you don't do. Mm. That's, that's big and that's scary because I mean, like no one likes to be told it's like, oh, I'm terrible at this, this, and this. Mm. Now, how can I get better at this, this, mm. and this? Yeah, I think. It's, um, it's the, do you ever see, oh, this is the whole thing, I mean, we like to focus on, I'm good at this, but yes. don't tell me what I'm bad at, because that's going to make me very insecure. Yes. You've seen Eight Miles with Eminem. Yeah, yeah. It's the final rap battle. <laughs> that's the psychology behind it. He went out there again, Prince, Papa Prince, or whatever the other guy's name is. Yeah. So the premise is, you've got 45 seconds, you diss me with your rap, and then I diss you back. And he came out and he basically puts everything out. Yes, I'm white trash. Yes, you guys fucked me up. Yes, you slept with my girlfriend. Now tell me something they don't know. And the guy's like, mm. So by owning that, suddenly you're in this power position where nobody can say anything about you. That's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I think to get there, though, and own all of, all of your... There's obstacles. 
to get there. Yes. It takes pain to get there. Do you wake up sometimes in the middle of the night? How do you sleep? Do you sleep well? Um, yeah, I sleep very, very well. Um, literally. So I do and I don't. And so I don't remember my dreams. So ever. literally ever. Isn't that, they say, look, they say it's the sign of a clear conscience or whatever the case is. I, I wouldn't. Uh, That's what the, the pop psychology I'm, books say. I hope I have a clear conscience. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, yeah, so I sleep very, very well. Um, occasional nightmare here and mm. there, um, but nothing, nothing to write home mm. about, you know. Um, and when you like wake up sometimes one, two in the morning, do you have the voices, the dark voices? I don't necessarily experience dark voices. I suppose for me, I'll never experience them when I wake up. Mm. It'll always be fighting, you know, those dark voices mm. that'll keep me from going to bed in the first place. Ah, the shadows. So, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I, it's not something that I would experience mm. yeah, while I sleep or when yeah. I wake up in the middle of it. Yeah. It would be something that keeps me up. I think that's, so, so I mean, actually had an interesting thing recently where, so I, I, don't, I don't sleep well. The last while, touch wood, has been very better. I've changed a lot of um, supplementation, nutrients, stuff. So it's, it's, it's actually working. But I would wake up at one o'clock in the evening and I'm done. Or 3.12 and I'm done. Okay. And then you would lay there and you get anxious with yourself. Like, come on, you, you sleep. You, you gotta sleep. I've got it, got it, got it. And they reckon if you sleep, if you're awake for more than 25 minutes, get up and do something. Because otherwise, you're teaching your body that it's okay to be awake in bed. It's like sitting at the sure, table waiting okay. to get hungry. Yeah. It, 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 it's that. But the, the shadow work, the, the dark side, the voices, to me, they come up and it's the same. Some people, before they get, turn the light off and there's these, in the back of the corner, there's these little, little, little shits in the corner saying, hey, Ryan. You remember, and they remember you. They, they remind you of things that's happened: guilt, yes. shame, regrets. And you play it out. Yeah, and they keep on feeding you. And what we normally do is, and mine happens when I wake up in the evening, and then suddenly they're talking. You're like, okay, just shut up. I'm going to take a pull, or I'm going to drink tea, or I just put my pillow over. Instead of saying to them, "Okay, cool guys, pull up a chair, let's have a tequila and chat." Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called shadow work. We're uh, playing with that a bit. It's, it's interesting, but if you don't acknowledge it, they keep on coming at you. Yes. So I think 100%. And to actually sit down and, you know, confront those, those, those things that keep you up at night or keep me up at night. Um, mm. Yeah. I, I, I'm terrified of doing it. Mm. I, I, because it's scary as fuck. Yeah. It is. And we all have our own reasons. If I stole little Johnny's sandwich and hit him with my food bin when I was five, that might come back. Because it's out of context. It's not a part of my daily life. It becomes this bigger, bigger thing. And these voices keep on just reminding you and reminding you and reminding you. Yeah. Uh, it's one analogy I used with someone recently was all those things. It's like standing in a pool up to your waist yeah. and trying to keep 10 tennis balls under the water. So you've got one between your legs, one each foot holding everywhere. Behind your knees. At, yeah, 100%. <laughs> at some point... One's going to come. It pops up. And when it pops up, you have like a fright. It's like, oh, shit. And when you focus on that, another, another one, one comes, comes up. up. And suddenly it's anxiety and panic and all these things build. Instead of saying to yourself, okay, cool, let me take one ball at a time. I'm going to slowly bring this one up while holding the others. Let me look at it, deal with it, put it down again. It's a challenging thing, though. Yeah. If you... I'm trying to think where this was. I think it's in the Tim Grover books. Um, you know Kobe Bryant? Yes. Okay. Not the best of all time, but pretty good. Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so he created Mamba Mentality. 
the black mamba was his alter ego. So mamba sure. mentality is still something that in many sports, all the athletes want because he was like just cold-blooded killer on the court. And all of that is from the shadow voices. It's from his dark side. He created that because he was dealing with a lot of personal shit. So only when he was at home was he himself. And, but when he stepped out, he became the black mamba. That was his out, external um, personality. And he used those dark things as fuel. Interesting book. I'd love to read it as well. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, I think, so then, would there be a need for him to, to tackle those demons? Um, I th- like, good I think, question. Like, the, the <coughs> positives he's receiving from it, uh, mm. like, I don't know him well enough to know mm. his story and, mm. you know, what he's suffering yep. through and so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, at like, there's, again... He would, he would as far, from, from, from what I read, and I, I checked up again, it, he would use those things as fuel. Yeah. So it's anger, it's regret, it's sadness, it's embarrassment, it's guilt, it's shame, all those things. We all feel those things yeah. at some stage. Yeah. But the ability, again, to sit down with that thing across from the table and say, let's have a drink, son of a bitch, let's go. Yeah. And to be able to extract energy, whether it's, whether it's caloric energy or neural energy from it, that's the skill, that's shadow work, that's being able to tap into those energies. For me, you, you train, you run, yeah. you do gym, whatever the case is. Sure. Mm. Some stage, and I know I do this, a little bit competitive sometimes, lots, but can control it now, <laughs> is I would be tired on one last rep, but I've had a shit day at work. Yes. Yeah. And it'll be like, okay, you know what? That person that pissed me off, you know, you, you fucking can't do what I'm about to do, so watch this. That's kind of just starting to whisper at those voices and drawing energy from it. Get you. He just took it to the next level. Yeah. In the black mamba mentality. Cold, but the, 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 what is this? <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just the glass. Oh, there that. you go. Okay, now I know. So there's this one iconic clip of him and just how cold he was on court because he literally was in that. He was, the shadows was his power as such. Yeah. And there's this one where the guy gets the ball and he's standing up close and he, the guy kind of fakes the ball at him. Doesn't move. Didn't flinch. Nothing, not a blink, nothing. It's just like cold. That's focus. Yeah. But it all came from, from the reading and stuff. It all came from him because there was rape allegations, all kinds of bad shit in the past. Yeah. That was his power. But if you don't go there, you can't use it. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's so, an odd thing, I, man. I, and, I, and I get exactly what she's saying. Um, and for me, that's why I love running. Mm. And I love, love getting tired. And I love you know, mm. using little snippets of, of, of life and mm. you know, do you do that? I, so I do, but it, it might not be the most healthy turn, like or the way I do it. So it's like, I, I always get there and it's like, get there and it's like, oh, you can be a little bitch. Mm, 100%. It's like, uh, you're going to, you know. You self-talk yourself into 100%. that. 100%. Yeah. And it's, it's like, you're not kind to yourself. It's not, not like, it's like, it's like, you're not tired, you know, you're lazy. You know, it's mm. like, I'm running up this hill mm. and it's like, what are you going to stop? You know, stop yeah. running. Yeah. There's 80 year olds that can do this. Hundred percent, and that, that oh. often comes comes certainly when someone I used to go running with uh, with my girlfriend. Um, I was literally, I was like, she's beating me up this hill, and I'm like, there's, well, there's, that's unacceptable. Uh, that is, <laughs> that's what you tell yourself. That, and I was like, right, <laughs> is this happening? You know, and yeah, I mean, yeah, really unkind to myself in the way where I tackled that. Mm. But yeah, it got me through it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But again, it's that's that's the field to get better. Yes, that's the um, because a lot of people would be uncomfortable talking to themselves like that. 
Come on, you little wuss. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with you? Your grandmother can do this. Exactly. And you don't talk that way about yourself. Yeah, no, but this is how it works. That's the, that's the, the harsh reality yeah. of, of the situation. 100%. Like, yeah, your girlfriend's just 10 meters ahead of you on mm-hmm. this hill and she's, she's no. sending it. She looks good. No. She looks strong. Fake a hammy. Baby, please. <laughs> Yo, come, come and help me. I had this, I was in, in Iceland a little while ago, Reykjavik, so I went running. And on the coast, there's the, what's this thing called? The Sun Voyager. It's actually, it's that thing on my phone. Oh, wow. So it's like this, this, um, sculpture thing and there's this long road next to it so there's an app i use called footpath if you know that so you go into footpath and it gives you your gps and you can draw lines on the road and it graphs how far it is and everything so you sure. can then follow the, the route okay that's great footpath and i do this i'm gonna do a 5k now and you know so i'm going and i've got i don't know like eminem and lincoln park and all this all the good stuff marilyn manson beautiful people beautiful <laughs> people so i've got all this music going and i think i'm sending i'm also like i'm going next moment because i've got my airpods in just see the shadow and this guy comes past me he must be Move. 70 72 in the shade <laughs> and he's just and he looks like he's just going easy i'm like no and now now i'm saying to myself okay listen there's still a very long way to go here it's so good, if good i'm going to try and take him i've got to go all the way because i can't stop then yeah, gotcha. <laughs> so what i internal conflict i'm like what do i do now I, I don't know what to do so i went and i took him and thank god he turned off later on i was dead bro. <laughs> but still you, you, i can't help it yeah, I I, help I, exactly the same. But that's the self-talk. And I should have been able to say to myself, you know, it's cool. Let him do his thing. He's maybe been running for 70 years. This is what he does. Does this every day. You know, he's like day. probably some Norwegian <laughs> marathon champion or some shit. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Do, you, do you think, and it's, it's just something that I struggle with, um, it's just like self-confidence. And, In what way? And so, like, for me, like, I'll, I'll talk down to myself like mm. that and it'll, it'll propel me and move me forward. But then I think mm. the only mm. reason that works is because mm. I'm not really satisfied with who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, I think, it, I think it's speaking to yourself in that way to make yourself better. It, it becomes a very interesting internal dialogue. Is if you start believing okay, the negative yeah. shit you're saying, sure. then, then you're going to have a problem. And I think a lot of people, and I don't know, I don't know how to, it's, it's a point where, I literally verbally abuse myself when I train. Yeah, no. Horrible. Like, I almost cry. <laughs> like, I go hard. Yeah. You worst, come on, and forget about how old you are or whatever. This is it. Harden up, cupcake. Yeah, all of that. Teaspoon of cement, yeah. That's it. So, but I'm used to that. I think a lot of people, and if I say to myself, you're a wuss, you're a wuss, you're a wuss. If I started believing that, then it'd be kind of productive. But how to not believe that would again, are you secure in who you are? It's a, yeah, for, for me, it's just, it's the, it's the repetition. Um, and like, that, uh, specifically when I'm, when I'm running up the hill and I'm like, oh, not, you, you can do better. It's like, as I said, your girlfriend's 10 meters ahead of you. It's like, what are you going to do? You know? But the truth is she is. That's the reality of the fact, you know? And I think it's, it's, it's the pressure and it's the weight and it's, mm. it's all that coming down on me. And then, mm. yeah. I think the, the, the interesting thing with, with humans, the, the human condition, if you will, is you're not on Instagram anymore. No. So you would look at something like Facebook or Instagram or whatever the case is, and you would, for us, photography, I would post a good image, which I think is great. There'll be 739 people saying, amazing, 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 amazing. One person will say, this sucks. What do I focus on? This sucks. sucks. Yeah. That's just unfortunately who we are. And then on top of that, we have people we look up to. 
in, let's say, running or Goggins or yes, yeah. Jocko or whatever the case is, we look up to them and we suddenly look at them and say, everything that that person puts forward has to be the gospel. Mm. When you reach the emotional maturity, and sometimes it only happen, never happens, but to say, okay, I dig Goggins, he's a little bit extreme, but I like this part of him. Yes. I don't agree with the rest. And then you are securing yourself to understand that I'm not, if I'm saying to myself, hey, you wuss, I'm not a wuss, I'm just using it. It's, it's an awareness thing. I don't know if it's an emotional maturity thing. It's, but it's a thing a lot of people struggle with because if they have 15 voices in their head, schizophrenic, if you have all of these voices in your head and you're saying to yourself, oh, well done, I did good today, pe people can't say to you, I did good. Yeah. It makes us uncomfortable. Like if I ask any of my photography clients and they listen to this, hey, did you get a good shot today? Mm, I'm Could not so sure. Enough? Come on, man. Tell me, yes, I fucking crushed it. That's what I want to hear. Someone says to you, say to me, am I good with what I do? Yes, I am. But people don't do that. Are yeah. you good with what you do? You, fuck, you are good with what you do. But you, you are allowed to say that. So in our mind, we've got these self-talking voices. Hey, you, you're good. You run well. Uh, the beer's looking good. My shoulders are bigger. I'm a nice guy. All of these things. One little negative thing comes in, we listen to that. And then the self-talk, unfortunately, the brain fixates on the negative thing. And then, bow this rabbit hole, we go. It's a... For some reason, negativity is just louder. Yeah. I mean, in our own heads and in life, I think. Yeah. I find, especially with like the news, I mean, yeah, oh. negativity on the news seems mm -mm. to be rife. Nah. Because it sells. It's what's, yeah. it's what's make people click on Facebook. Yeah. Donald Trump grabs some woman by her pussy, whatever. Click, ooh, I must see what that is. Not, what's this one guy? Brent Lindeke. You know the name? Oh, unfortunately not. He is, I think I've got the name right. He's on 7 at 2. Uh, it's a local radio station, talk radio station. And he does on a Friday feature, the, the is it the good news guy or something? Uh, and all he does, he's on a Friday. The good good news guy, something like that? Yeah. Good, good something guy? And all he does is share positive news. Oh, yeah, I need to add more of that. So I actually, I actually reached out to him in the week to see if I can get him on here as well. Because that's what's real. Yeah. That's what's real. And I think that's where people who are getting and maybe i'm speaking this into truth for myself people who are getting off instagram and off social media is just enough of the negativity i i'm tired of it yeah it's just enough there's a real world we're looking down all the time and everything on there is negative nothing's real uh, that's that's my biggest Nothing point real. so uh, like right when i first initially started getting into social media and so on and so forth uh what like you know, I'm seeing all my mates and they're all living these fantastic lives and, you know, it's just Jaws mm. 24-7, you know, and this is what Tyrant. we do. And, and, and it's like, yeah, I know this guy. Like, oh, yeah. Mm. We literally had, we were crying the other night. You know? Yeah. <laughs> His girlfriend split up with him, you know. Yeah. They had such a perfect relationship, ah. you know. And <laughs> it's fake. Yeah. There, there, there's, there's, there was an instance this made news about, jeez, Give my day, 2017, 18, just when influencers started becoming a thing. Yes. That guys would go, they would take a loan out of 100,000 Rand or dollars, not here. People here still don't understand it. They would go take $100,000 in cash out, go to some fancy hotel, do all the shots. This on the bed, cash everywhere, this, go on a plane, and that becomes their brand. Then they take the money back. Yeah. To what end? Why? So that, so that, some guy jerking off in his Manhattan apartment thinks you're amazing. 
Why? No, it, 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 it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. I spoke to one of my guides today, um, Michael Applesamy, great new guide, young. And he's also, he didn't have much of a profile, but working for us, he's got to put some content out and sure, on yeah. trips and stuff. And this comes from, well, a couple of people have said this, but I think Gary V was the one that kind of brought it to the foreground, Gary Vinerchuk on Instagram, well, all over the place, is don't, doc, uh, don't try and create something, document your journey. Sure. But keep it real. Because if you're creating, you're creating with something in mind. I want to yes. create my image. I want to create the look. But if I'm just documenting who I am, that's a very different story. And then I think for me, it would come across as being real. 100% Because authentic. it is. It, mm. it's, it's, mm. it's what's happening. Mm. It's what's going on. I think for me, one of the best compliments anybody ever paid me was, it was in 2014. And Instagram was just kind of, am I right Taking now? off. Yeah. 14, yeah. Somewhere there. Because yeah. Facebook was 2004, 2006. Yeah, so much And I think stories just started on Instagram. I might, I might have date wrong. But, and these people would see us and they would book a trip and they would come with us. And Corin and Tristan, um, I met them at Joma Kenyatta International Airport in Nairobi. So we all flew in at different times. And within six or seven minutes, she said to me, you know what, you're exactly like you are online mm. in the real world. That to me was it. That's it. A lot of the people, they're on there and they're like, oh, bravado and this and that. You meet them and then a bread plank has more personality. Yeah. Like, what? It's very sad. <laughs> but it's this constant scream for attention because it's nice. Yeah. Nice. Attention is nice. So what's the plan? Where are you next year this time? Are you back studying? Are you still here? Yeah, I think uh, something I definitely need. I'm still, still here. So Can you do both thing. together? I'm going to do my best too. Yeah. I think, I think that's... that's where my life is going mm. got to do best with what I've got mm. and yeah that's, that's this and I'm not giving this up no. but I need it's to a good gig this this is a good gig mm. I like it I'm treated very well yeah. so it, I don't know you, you sound the same as you don't want to sit around doing nothing no I know I'm better and that's why COVID was so hard because you would oh. do everything and by 9 o'clock in the morning you've got nothing else to do there you go but I'm better when I've got a shit ton of stuff to do do it, this, go there, da, da, da. that. It's it's yeah. That's like put oxygen, more on my man. plate. I get faster, you know. Hundred <laughs> percent. And that's when we become. And that's where you build resilience. That's where you build all these things we're speaking about. So, yeah. not sit back and just scroll Instagram and scratch your balls all day. It doesn't go. work. No, it doesn't work. Anyway, I've taken enough of your time. You, are you working tonight? Uh, I'll throw out a few few cocktails. But you're not like op- no no no. I'm off tonight. Is Pommy taking it? Pommy's taking it. But okay. uh, I'm always I'm always here. Of course you are. It's like a second home. Well, go. it's almost fast. Not as much as you, but we, we're here off. <laughs> anyway, Ryan, thanks for your time, man. Must do it again. Thank you so much. And I'll probably see you in the next few days for pizza anyway. All right, yeah, I look forward to it. Thanks for your time, man. All right, thank Cheers. you. Cheers.